0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. Happy Monday. I am super excited to start my week. Uh, I've had some smiles and good, good, uh, good day so far. And I'm really excited to share a little bit of time with you with uh, someone that I've just gotten to know in the last couple of months, and I just think she's doing phenomenal stuff uh, in news and media and sharing stories. She actually wrote the first The Awesome Story that got printed uh, and did a phenomenal job capturing uh, my mission and also a little bit about uh, my purpose and reason and my why and and my grandfather even, which is uh, something that i I talk about in my uh, my public talks of uh, the importance of saying thank you. And so I have from Gannett Media, Donna Whitehead. Donna, welcome to the Be Awesome podcast. Uh, this,
1: thank you for having me.
0: This is exciting because Donna writes the news and she puts together the stories and it's not often that she's on the other side of the story or the lens. So I'm excited to, to pick your brain and get some stories and and talk about the great things that you're doing for a little bit here and, and celebrate what you're doing. So uh that's a, that's a hot off the presses story trying to get a hold of you. Um so oh, you can
1: hear that buzz already.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You can hear everything. It's like uh these microphones today are fantastic. No worries. This is a a no edit real life. You're probably going to hear my 2-year-old run down the hall and scream, my dog is at my feet and my bark. That's just what's going on. It's life. We're all dealing with the same stuff. So um, that's
1: everyone's home offices right
0: now 100 percent, 100 percent. so donna I, I reached out to you because i just think you're capturing some really great stories in an unprecedented terrible time in in history for us um share a couple of your favorite stories over the last three weeks to open us up I, i'll give you my favorites if, if you don't hit on them i'm oh, sure, sure you will um my favorite
1: thing, what i've found in this is is i've learned particularly for my Mansell paper is so old is you kind of have to document what's happening in local community at a historic time and this is a historic time um but it can get it's scary out there and, and people are uncertain and I found there's a lot of wonderful positive things on the Facebook pages that I manage and that's where I get a lot of my leads and my favorite one was early in March is a young woman in her 20s named Jamie Pyro who lives in Mansfield, and she loves to sing. She's actually sung at uh, Fenway Park. She was Miss Inspiration Mm -hmm. a few years ago. Um, But her whole world goes thrown out because her whole schedule was gone. Her volunteer work was canceled. She was stuck at home, and her her mom does um, outreach for special ed people too. So what she did is they started what they're calling the Jamie Tour, Mm -hmm. and it started with friends. And I went to their first performance, and Jamie went, just stood outside, Uh, these people's steps, her friends came out on the, on the front steps and she sang to them. She carries her phone. She Mm -hmm. does, I understand she has a great Taylor Swift uh, montage. She does a lot of great Disney, like Moana. She's a beautiful Mm -hmm. voice. She's, she did like three numbers. Um, and I, and that was the one, I think it's the last time I've been out of the house to cover anything. So, and, uh, and she too had to learn, like when we, I got introduced to her, she tried to shake my hand and I had to step back. And her mother yeah. was like, no, remember, you can't do that, which is a challenge for all special ed parents. And yeah. she thought I was being very rude. So hopefully when I meet her again, but you can see her, and it was, it was such a fun story to do. And I got video of it. Um, and you can see her on, uh, if you go to Kim's pay, Kim Pyro's Facebook page, you can see Jamie's tour and she's been all over the state now. And she was on jail 4 News and it was just so and people were applauding her, so it was great for her. It was great for the people, yeah. um, and that made my week. At the same time, we're posting that cases are happening in town.
0: Right. Well, that's the whole thing behind, uh, you know, what I like what you're doing with a lot of your stories is those that that side of the world is still happening and it still has to be shared. Uh, but I but I see a lot of organizations and things just polarizing the the bad stuff, right, and just talking about all of the things that are happening that are not great. They're not focusing on uh, a young girl going and singing in her neighborhood or you did a, um, you did the McGuire story too, right? That was you.
1: That's probably my other favorite is I've been really enjoying the videos. I, I, even before this, I always admired Neil Levine has such a positive attitude um, through the whole sewer construction project and all that. And I started seeing his videos online. And I kept saying to my family, I go, when we're done. I go, I'm going to go eat at McGuire's. I never go out to lunch for work that much. So that's, that's on my to-do list. Yep. So I reached out to him and he, wasn't even sure, and he took the time, which he, I don't know where he has the energy. Yeah. Um, and we chatted on the phone and we talked about how he makes the videos. And because restaurants are having a terrible time. I've got, uh, my son and his girlfriend are laid off right now. They work in the restaurant industry. Yeah. Um, and he feels bad. He worries about all the, the, the small owners that in, in an era, place like that he goes the corporations might be okay but it's and he has friends that aren't making rent and this was kind of a positive way to look at a situation that's actually really very serious
0: well you know what it does it also gives insight to what others can be doing that might be struggling because a lot of it is is mindset right um what you said and neil is neil was the second in my be awesome local podcast series and you're right he's he's we actually did two we did two recordings the first one recorded into the cloud and we haven't found the cloud yet um so um but we did two recordings and he's got tons of energy and he's in and, and he's and he's inspirational and it, you know his his mission is is genuine you know and he says it he's like hey i gotta the rent's got to get paid the insurance has got to get paid you know these things are all need to get paid but i also got 44 uh, employees that are like family to, to him because many of them have been there for a long time and he wasn't going to sit on the sidelines to wait this out, figure it out and then reopen and potentially lay people off. He, he created this whole, I mean, the, 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 sanit- he's putting this, the, uh, he's going through all these sanit- sanitizing classes. I see the certificates that he's getting, the changing of the takeouts, the curbside, the delivery. I actually had delivery Friday night and it was amazing a uh, young woman gets out of her vehicle. She puts her gloves on. She grabs the bag. They take the bag and open it up and leave it on the doorstep. I mean, truly contactless. I mean, I don't want to give a huge nod the plug. Well, yes, I do. they are doing a phenomenal job. And it makes you feel as safe as you possibly could while still supporting some, some, someone and a group and a company that you know they're taking care of. They, they they implemented a $5 delivery charge and 100% of every delivery is going back to the, to the staff to make sure that they get paid because sadly, I guess sometimes when people get deliveries, they don't tip. I mean, mm-hmm. just really, really great. And I thought you captured this, the, the, the mission and the story so well. Um, and like you say, while you have people directly related to you that are laid off that are in the, the restaurant industry. So um, I commend you on that. I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't ask you this before, but okay. what do you, what do you figure, what's your favorite, like, what's the best story you've ever done in your career? Like, what's the story that just sticks out in your head? And you can say the Be Awesome one, because that's okay. But um, what's what's that
1: okay. story? <laughs> well, aside from the Be Awesome one. Yeah. No, it's actually, it's pretty easy. A number of years ago, um, when we were, it, we, there's a, a person in our company who has a Bruce Springsteen blog, Pete Chianga, mm-hmm. And he heard about a young boy that has, I think it's. I forget his, his, he had a very severe disability and mm-hmm. he's been in, the, in and out of the hospital. He's a Mansfield kid. I forget how old he was at his time. And his name, um, it'll come to me. Um, but he, he was from, they're huge Springsteen fans.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they, he goes to the concerts, he loves the music. Now he'd been in children's uh, for like a month because when he gets sick, he, can, he goes downhill really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on the Make-A-Wish list and his wish was to meet Bruce Springsteen. But I guess it had been dragging on, it just wasn't happening. So Pete had heard about this. He reached out to me because we covered Mansfield and said you yeah, maybe we could do something on it. So we reached out to Chrissy, his mom. What's oh, his name? I feel bad. I can't remember his name. But um so we did so we did a story. Um uh, Sue uh, Weinstein, my reporter, and Charlie McNeil, like photographer, who just retired. It, Charlene hates to do to Boston. They went into children's, they interviewed the family because he still couldn't come out of um I I felt so bad I can't remember his name and I would Google it right now, but I don't want to lose you. So we did the story and because we had started, we were just online a few, maybe a year then. uh, We posted the story on, I think it was Thursday mid morning and Mm -hmm. the paper doesn't come out till Friday. Um, It was picked up immediately. I think it was by channel five. By five o'clock on Thursday, Make-A-Wish had Bruce Springsteen make fun because he was coming to Boston in like two weeks, which is why we're pushing it by five o'clock the date was set. And wow. we made the wish happen. And it looked like they had just been some kind of bureau. I, I don't think it was Springsteen's camp. I don't think they were yeah. c- connecting. Cause we were like, we Springsteen would definitely come see this kid. And, and oh, yeah. it, it happened in, in instantly. Yeah. And it was just so good to see something that it, it dragged on for like a year, yeah. um, to, to make that connection happen and be a part of it. And it like picked up what it, and it was great. That was a, yeah. you felt we really made a difference.
0: That's fantastic, and and uh, totally get the Springsteen. I was not a fan. Uh, my fiance Amy is a huge fan, and uh, a couple of years ago, it might have even been that show. Um, he was going, he was coming to Gillette, so I got tickets. I don't go to many shows. I don't go to large, as a rule, I don't go to large events. It's funny, I tell people this; these kind of my my uh, some of my quirkiness things, and they're like, "Yeah, but you're a, a keynote speaker and stand in front of thousands of people and go to these conferences and everything." I'm like, "Yeah, but when I'm home." I like I like solitude a little bit. I like right. my space and everything else. I don't like going to seventy thousand seat stadiums and watching shows and everything that I could watch on TV. But we made went out went to went to Gillette, and I was unbel- It was I was captivating what this person does and his fan base, and it's it's I'm sure it's largely because he does stuff like that. Like catches wind to something and says, "Hey, let's make this thing happen. Let's help. You know, let's let's go and." see this this young boy and let's I'm sure he does countless things like that pulls people up on stage and everything that's a that's a great story um, and one of those things that you just you feel like that you've done something and made a made a difference and an impact with the story right you get a result it's right. like just telling a story
1: yeah um, for me it's more stuff like that than uh, I mean a lot of people think reporters love the you know the the, the, the deaths, the tragic accidents, the, you know, if I don't have to write another tragic accident for the rest of my life, I would be very happy. I mean, you yeah. don't want to see your community suffer. I mean, you, 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 can't, you kind of have to take that moment and turn it into the best of it and document it and share that person's story. But I'd much rather not have that story to do if that's the.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the nine eleven story I have and, 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 because I had that mindset, I will—I'll be the first to admit—for a long time, and I've—I've done—I've had a couple of stories. Not around be awesome, but I was interviewed for a couple of different stories through my life, where, um, you know, I was asked a question, you know, why, why am I doing this, or why am I being? I, I can remember, um, the, when my friend Todd was paddling a giant, want to paddle a giant pumpkin a couple of years ago, and I paddled along with him okay. to keep him company. And the Herald called me, and they said, you know. Why you? You know, they asked me why I was talking to them and what I was telling the story about. And I was like, "Well, you know, you guys are coming up with all sorts of cool taglines, and you're putting us on the front page, like out of their gourds, and you know, all these things that you had. To, you know, the the, the, the so yeah, there was fun things to say about pumpkin. I remember that. Right. Yeah. So, so this is what are you doing? I says, "Well, you know, if I can just put be a part of a happy, feel good story instead of the death and destruction and everything else that seems to be taking up all of the space on the news, then I feel like I've done something pretty good." And part of that was my thought process. And I owned a spring water delivery business, local spring water delivery business in the mid late nineties to early two thousands with my dad. And I delivered just about every bottle, five gallon bottle of water that, that, that we, that we produced. And one of our customers was the Brockton enterprise, which at the time was on uh, main street and they had four floors and every Tuesday, every other Tuesday I'd go in and I would go to the, um, the classified section, the ad sellers, uh, I would go to the, the um, president's office on the fourth floor, and I would go to the newsroom on the second floor. I believe it was, and they had all these cubicles. And back then, they had phones with cords that yeah. you actually had to push buttons on. And they had these boxes on the on the uh, on the wall that were T- TVs, but they were square and big and heavy, um, and not very large or high def. And um, every Tuesday or every other Tuesday, I would go in and I would make my deliveries and I'd go into the newsroom and I'd watch all these reporters, you know, just hammering the phones, looking for the story. What, you know, who got stabbed? What happened here? What's going on there? And there were some sprinkles of good stories that you heard about, but you know, walking by that, you just, you just heard that they were looking for what's the latest thing that they have to write about. And never, never once did I ask them, do you like doing that? Right. I think that they like reporting, and I think you like providing the stories, and I think you like providing the education and understanding of what's going on in the community, in the region, and the nation, but I, I don't think that any reporter likes to talk about that stuff, um, but right. I never asked, and on this one Tuesday, I, uh, I went in, as I always do, and say hello, and what's the latest story on the on the line, and they're all working hard, and head down, and, and doing all, everything that they do. I put the bottles, I went down to my truck, all the five minutes, I walked back up. And every reporter is huddled next to each other, looking at the TV, and they're watching as the plane had hit the World Trade Center. And I saw, for the first time, true emotion. You know, they were devastated. They weren't on the phone. They weren't looking to talk about the story. There was this moment in time when I realized that they're humans, just like all of us. And that was that was a pivotal moment in my life that I can remember. And as I was there and I mean, what are the chances that someone can say that they were in a place like I was not an employee on nine 11, one of the worst days in, in history. And I realized that, you know, we always remember where we are when these tragedies happen and everything else. But one of the things that I saw was a lot of those reporters in the following days found a ray of light somewhere. And if you look at the enterprise, um, September 13th, I think, I 13th, 14th, somewhere around there, there were some really amazing stories, not written about the deaths and everything else. And that was there. We knew that. But there were stories about the convoys of police that were going down to support right. the, the the New York City uh, area. There were the convoys of welders and, and, and carpenters and telling those people stories. And if you looked past all the bad stuff, because it's there, it's always going to be there. And you found that good stuff. You found some incredible stories that were written in those following days that people really worked hard to, to deliver and find. And that's what it's all about, I think, in, in my own humble opinion. Um, And like you, like you just said, you, no one wants to write about a car accident. Nobody wants to write about a loved one being lost. No one wants to write about, you know, coronavirus and COVID-19. I Before this podcast, I was on another... Webinar with some um, people in New York. And I, I found out that two of my clients were were, were diagnosed with COVID 19 and died last week.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear I, that. Like,
0: I just sit here and go, you know, there's plenty of that stuff out there. And it's always going to hit us in the face, but it's important for us to find, you know, that um, ray of sunshine, that little ray of light. I just did one. Um, here's a story for you Leah Romig. I don't know if you've seen her. No, I hadn't. So she's going to be on my podcast tomorrow. Interesting uh, how that came about. My Amy found a, story, uh, a picture on Facebook. For the last week and a half, she's been doing the the front porch photograph project. So she's a photographer and she goes around and she asks for a minimum donation of $25. And basically, other than the gas money, she takes all the money and she's donating it. So she's not only, she's donating it and she's doing cool stuff. So like she was in Easton, she lives in Easton. But she went and uh, photographed a bunch of families, and she went to Bill's Pizza and had them deliver pizza to the police and fire department. Uh, and she oh, gave she gave two hundred dollars to the food pantry, and then she did um, a bunch of houses in Norton yesterday. And she do, she's going to have food delivered to the police and fire department. Really, really cool stuff, right? One of the things that's amazing about that, and, and that I talked to her about, is um, she's getting people to smile, right? Stay, right. She's going to photograph. And you got to smile. You can't be miserable. And I know we're all in a miserable a little bit. It's tough, you know. So. And
1: those photographs now are they're part of the the, the record of what we've been through. Those faces and people out on their porch. It sh- it'll, shows you where we were then.
0: Right, and that's and that's what you're doing, which is great because what people are going to be able to see when this is all said and done down the road is they're going to be able to see that people overcame this overwhelming odds and were able to survive. We were able to handle it and we were able to get past it. And that's what a lot of what you guys are doing in all of these instances. I mean, when we think about, um, well, think about in your career, like you had um, Y2K. I bet that was a fun one to write up about. I mean, the world was yeah. coming to an end because of the X's and O's or whatever it was, right. the codes and computers, uh, Mars, SARS, swine flu, bird flu, Ebola. Um, worst recession of all time, longest war of all time—you know—all these things have happened over the course of your career. And the amazing thing is, the dust has always settled, and we've always come out bigger, better, and stronger. Um, but it's the stories that we remember, kind of like the story that you remembered with the the, the young man with uh, Springsteen. We remember the happy stuff,
1: right? right. The faces, like the 9/11, I remember the faces of a, a firefighter and a photographer who went to the to the zone, like very close. And I to, I always kind of remember 9/11 through their eyes because of what they share. Yeah. But like today, you need to share. Like you need to update. You have to you have to do the hard stuff. You got to get the numbers updated. Remind people that there's cases out there. Yeah. I mean, some towns for a while weren't reporting them, so you, you know, say so you still have to be that. You know, you have to get those facts and get them to people. Um yep. Meetings are all virtual. Get that information. But if you can tell people stories, I said, my problem has been actually, I'm get, getting more leads than I can follow because it's yeah. really just me. Yeah. Which is a good problem to have. How many
0: stories do you do in a week?
1: <sighs> it varies. I'm trying to think because I, I do some editing too. Like, um, I, I have no idea. Maybe six to eight. Wow. It depends on the length and what they're doing. And then I get, like last week, I got a lot, of, I got, I, you, I do reaching out. I got Dr. Mudd from Easton to write a column. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, reached out, he reached out to us. His son is in the New York City hospital. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to share his story. And his son, he said his son was basically physically and too emotionally exhausted to tell his own story. So Dr. Mudd did it. And that's on our page now. Oh, that's uh, a great really, one. really good piece. Yeah. Um, you get what it looks like, what those guys are doing going through the front line. And, it's, and, it's, and it brings it home because we said my mission is Easton and Mansfield. So my, I'm not out covering the big picture, I'm covering what's, how it's right. affecting us here. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning I found out um, the police chief in Mansfield had some connections, he helped get some donations of masks, needed masks, um, some are going to Boston, some are going to Foxborough, some are going to Mansfield and Easton. Cool. Um, and, uh, and then you're trying to find imagery because I'm not really supposed to go anywhere mm-hmm. um, for my sake and others. So I'm, people have been great about it. I'm like, I can come see you, but if you want to send me a picture, that's probably the wisest thing. And it's hard to not go out and cover stuff. Right. Um, to to an extent though I'm, I'm tempted when it gets nice I'd like to go for a ride and maybe get pictures of everything empty or something like that just to...
0: you want to know mm-hmm. one of the um, amazing visuals and if I give you a, a tip on good stories I, I don't I don't necessarily want a, uh, a name a name drop but you know those are always <laughs> good but I'll tell you one of the most impressive stories for me in my head was I, I've had to go out, I've gone out four times in 25 days. Uh, I have to get uh, hay for my goats and feed for my chickens. And um, that's a story all in itself, but, um, and I've gone out to get, you know, much needed groceries, not not calculating our milk and whatever. Um, But I went out the other day and I drove down main street in Easton, which Doug King and David Howe and other community members have just done such amazing job of making that just small little main street because Mansfield is a lot bigger. Uh, but a yeah. small little main street, just absolutely beautiful. Um, and I, I got to the church. I got to Immaculate Conception, and there wasn't a single car, and it was in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I sat there, and in one breath, I said, "How sad," and then on the, the exhale, I said, "How glad," because people are adhering and they're staying in, and they're keeping more than social distance. And the businesses that are making the tough decisions. Um, you know, uh Chandra at the farmer's daughter, you know, she had to make the difficult decision for staying in because you know, one of the reasons was people weren't being social dist they weren't right. adhering to social distance. Um, but some i f- I'll tell you photographs of that and showing the importance of staying in. Because there's some people that are going out and don't care. I just saw um on Facebook yesterday a guy got bit by a dog in Borderland and he was taking oh. pictures. But there's all these people all, and you know, yeah, you're in open air and you're around, but you know, it's 50, 60 people in a field. You, you don't need to do that.
1: Yeah. It's um, been like overwhelmed.
0: Oh, it's been nuts. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I haven't been there. I'm not going there. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying, I'm staying right here in my blue office with my dog <laughs> and go out and see the, the crazy two-year-old that's screaming outside in the hallway <laughs> and uh and 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 hide out through all of this stuff but uh yeah no it's it's i can't imagine how difficult it is i mean wanting to get the the pictures and trying to stay right you want to
1: be there i've connected as an eastern photographer and we've been messaging that we might be sharing some pictures because she's got it
0: there's a there's a couple of great ones um there's a couple of great ones out there so um but you know one of what are what are you um you know, what are you what are you seeing for your what you got any inside good stories that you're working on now that people should be on the lookout for that's coming out this week is there any uh... well
1: I've got a few leads these one what is the mask donation to the area um, I've connected with an, another group on Facebook that's making masks um, I got an email the other day from someone there was a student attending away from Germany who's you know school year has been cancelled, you know, just mm-hmm. cut short like everybody else. And now he has to go back to Germany unexpected. And, and they gave him I think it was a parade. I don't have all the details yet. Yeah. So I'm gonna follow follow up with that. They tried to give him a nice send off because he was sad to, to leave and not be able to finish his yeah his experience here.
0: I've been seeing a ton um, of those parades. Those are star- Yeah, We actually
1: really- had one through our neighborhood this morning. We had to look it up. It was the Plainville Teachers, I live in Plainville. There was like oh. all these cars and balloons went through the neighborhood. and We didn't know why. I thought it was someone's birthday, but it, the Plainville teachers are driving around town today, yeah. saying hi to all the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I saw you posted something on that a little while ago. I was trying to do some some uh, last minute homework. I'll tell you, there's a funny one. I got to find it. I think it's, it was in Millis. Uh, there was a nine year old that couldn't have his birthday, uh, his birthday party. So the, the community came together. I mean, the fire trucks and police cars, and they had this long row of cars that they decorated their cars and put streamers on and everything, and. The <laughs> This is the funniest, it's the funniest thing. I got to find the video put it on my be awesome page because all these people are waving and cheering and all this. And one of the cars that goes by just Tom Brady tosses a roll of toilet paper to the kid. Oh. And I'm like, Oh my God, think about that. Like you go through your life and all of a sudden, you know, you get older and your parents are having a, a get together or something. And you're in your twenties and you go, hey, remember when you were nine and they had that parade and somebody tossed a roll of toilet pe- paper as a present for you. I mean, think about that. That's just, I mean, it was just, it was comical and sad at the same time that that's such a uh, hot commodity that nobody can get to. So, right. um, And I
1: was like, to do my own, plug. Like I said, if people have stories they want to share, I said, yeah. I do have a, a Facebook page, not just for Wicked Local. And, and I have one just as editor, Donna Whitehead. And you can message me there. You can email. Actually, I made my own video, my yeah. own like audio. See, there's my email. Oh, that's great. So you can th- say but it looks backwards. I'm
0: gonna take a picture of it. It's you know, it's coming in right way.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you have a story you want to share, just send yeah. it to me and um, give me all the details. If I can't write it up, we can at least put it in just what you gave me.
0: Perfect. Yeah. No, I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question: is how do people get a hold of you? Do you are you still looking for stories? But you yeah, can,
1: always yeah. looking. I said I'm on my Facebook page a lot. I'm on. Um, I have a Twitter feed, and you said email is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get me anytime. Uh, also people might want to know that we have, you know, you have to subscribe to WiccaLocal, but right now, all the stories related to coronavirus company wide are being provided for free. So if it's important information, we're making sure people can get it. Um, If you see a story related to that, you can't get, and it's local, email me. I might've just forgot to click the button. There's a button to click to make sure it's available. And it's just up to me to make sure I hit it every time.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to to get done with this. I'm going to subscribe um, and I'm I'm going to re-enlist my, um, you know, I I found out that the Eastern Journal isn't the Eastern Journal anymore. So you can tell that I haven't had it delivered for a while, but this is a reminder for me of the importance of subscribing and supporting um, these great groups that are still putting together incredible content and stories uh, and it's because of people like you doing it. So uh, I strongly suggest you, you don't don't just go for the free COVID-19 stuff. Subscribe, pay for and support our local news uh, folks because they're doing some great stuff. And it gets us away from the, a lot of the bad that's going on. We're still going to hear about it it's still going to be there and it's still going to be stories written. But you're doing a phenomenal job. Don. I, I am so honored and lucky to have gotten to meet you. I'm glad you got, you know, if you hadn't come up to me at the end of the Eastern Chamber of Commerce to talk to me and then take the time. I think I was in Orlando when we actually talked about the story.
1: Yeah. You were, you were you you down there. I
0: think I was in, yeah, I think I was in, I think it was in Orlando, uh, Florida, one of my last trips. And, um, you know, you're doing amazing work. Please keep those stories coming. Keep letting people know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel um, and if anybody needs to get a hold of you, I'll put your Facebook page, I'll put your email address, I'll put all that stuff on the Be Awesome page. And I hope this was uh, enjoyable for you to be on the other side of the story, being the person that that's getting the notes taken on and the and the video camera uh, posted to you. I Hopefully can have you on here again. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate
1: and- it. I appreciate the plug and, and you keep doing what you're doing too. What you're you're recording what's going on in in Eastern for posterity as well and doing it and having fun with it and keep it up
0: yeah yeah no i we're 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 gonna we're gonna keep doing this and uh as i shared with you i'm, I'm going nowhere until like july so <laughs> by then i should have about 300 episodes which before i let you go you need to listen to because you were at the eastern chamber of commerce i did a podcast on saturday i talk about that three ring binder that i got from the founder of glorious defense oh, okay. He turned 90 and I had him on the podcast. He's fantastic. It was, it was a, an amazing. Uh, I was hoping I could, I, I just hope I can have it together as much as uh, Mr. Mulkey had it.
1: And, I started to listen to the union Villa one before I came on to get an idea. Oh and yeah. The first thing I learned is that he, his dad went to work to Boston Edison, which is where my dad works. So that was yeah. just a fun fact to learn.
0: Yeah. They had a good, they had a great following. Uh, EJ is a longtime friend of mine. I hope uh, the, the, uh, the, the the Richard Callanan family um they're just they're just amazing people and love that cat thought of the uh the make your own pizza idea uh, I I love that episode because I open up with I'd like to come through and just slap you through the uh yeah. computer or whatever and tell the karate stories with uh with EJ but yeah no that's they're doing um they're doing great things there's so many great people out there right now that are doing amazing uh not not necessarily um amazing in the way that we look at it with with incredible success and money and everything else but amazing as human beings and that's what we're going to keep sharing so um i'm going to let you go i know you've got some some bandwidth tie up with, with, with folks taking school at home and you got right. stories to write, but thank you so much for giving me your time and, uh, and sharing some of your stories and sharing your favorite all time story. Um, and the, yet the best is yet to come. I got a feeling you got plenty more, uh, great ones on the, uh, on the
1: thanks, line here. Thanks so much for having me. This has been fun. It's been a nice change of pace.
0: Good. Well, enjoy the rest of your Monday, uh, to the be awesome listeners. Thanks as always. This has been a, uh, a changing of winds, a changing of tides, whatever you want to call it. This has been a, an interesting ride. I've got a lot of folks that are interested in being on the podcast and sharing their stories. I love getting to know people more that I, that I in some cases, don't know at all. In some cases, I've only had the opportunity to meet once or twice, uh, like Donna, that are just doing phenomenal for sharing, caring, and, and trying to smile through all of this. And I hope everybody finds a way to smile today just a little bit. And uh as always, if you have someone that might want to be on the podcast, promote their business, promote what they're doing, share what they're doing, talk about the great that's going on around them, email me Josh J O S H at beawesome B E A U S M dot com. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, look for Josh Peach, Joshua Peach, or Uh, be awesome. And you'll find me, uh, message me, please follow, like, share, comment, do all that fun stuff. If you do a like, uh, if you do um, do a rating and review on a podcast platform, send me an email, I'll send you a t-shirt. Your time is so valuable, uh, especially right now. And uh, I I value that. And the least I could do is give you a be awesome t-shirt. So in the meantime, always remember if you can be anything, be awesome.